0: I learned through this that I don't have to make those choices. I don't have to panic. I, God is the greatest midwife and is right there with me and my baby. And no matter how long I get to have my baby, they're my baby. And they only know love.
1: I'm Danielle. Welcome to the Birth Journeys Podcast. It is my belief that our birth journey has a lasting impact that goes far beyond delivery. It is my hope that through these stories, you would find the insight, tools, and the courage to go on and have your own positive and empowering birth journey. Just as a reminder, any information you hear on this podcast is meant to inform and encourage you on your birth journey and not intended to replace advice from your medical professional.
0: So I took another test and, um, yeah, before December was over, I had a positive pregnancy test <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> uh, and I was not ready for that. <laughs> But th- that is the start of, uh, that is where this birth journey started, this free birth journey, because I no longer wanted to go with that midwife because I was afraid of of what might happen if there was a complication. In the grand scheme of things, I probably should have just
2: talked to her about it. She's a great midwife. Um, uh... But uh, I
0: decided not to use her.
2: I was going to,
0: I learned about free birth and unassisted birth and birth keepers and doulas to support you and all kinds of things. And I um.
2: I hired a birth keeper. It did not work out with her. Um, we ended up among other things
0: moving but but um with this fourth baby um you know i had just found out and i was freaking out because i literally just lost two babies um and uh i was scared and i didn't want to go to the doctor because i didn't want an ultrasound that would tell me that i lost my baby And I didn't want to go back with this midwife that I didn't feel completely safe with. And I didn't, I didn't know what to do. So I made sticky notes and I put them in the bathroom. Um, and they said, they had scripture and they said things like, like, uh, you know, God is protecting your babies, fear is a liar, all these different things to like, because every time I went to the bathroom, I would like have a panic attack and even in early pregnancy, you pee a lot. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh,
2: so, um, I, uh, I did that and then, um, uh, I had hired my friend who was birth keeper to, to help with
0: all that. I asked her about information, how do you file for a birth certificate, or what are things that I should learn. Um A birth keeper is essentially
2: just, um uh, they're not a doula, or they're not a midwife, but they're not,
0: it's like an in-between place,
2: because mm-hmm. they do doula
0: things, but they have emergency training just in case, if they're comfortable with that, um, they're a birth helper, that's a little bit more than a doula, um, a witness, uh, a person to help with education, things like that, um, and they are not all bad, we'll just pre- preface with that, <laughs> um, uh, also, not all hospitals are bad, not all nurses are bad, not all yeah <laughs> this, not all these things are bad. um I just didn't make great choices um I made panicked choices i made I need somebody now so that nobody dies, and I learned through this that I don't have to make those choices. I don't have to panic. I, God is the greatest midwife and is right there with me and my baby. And no matter how long I get to have my baby, they're my baby and they only know love. And so,
2: uh, I think that's the biggest thing I learned through this, but, um, I got that, that pregnancy
0: test Panicked, um, basically lived halfway on the this is my baby and it only knows love, and halfway in the oh my gosh, what is happening place. Um, and then I got a UTI. Uh, yay, hormones. Um, I didn't know, I'd never had a UTI before, I did not know anything about them. Um, all I thought was I was losing my baby at 12 weeks. Oh. And and I didn't know what to do. And the birth keeper is not a midwife. They can't really tell you what's happening. Um So I had a friend watch the kids. And my husband and I went to the hospital. And they're like, oh, why are you here? And I'm trying to tell them without making a scene of crying because i also just want to hide um and uh they uh they rush me back the to, to check because i gave them you know the list of symptoms and that i'm 12 weeks pregnant all these things and i um they they rush you back and they check on the baby which I've never had that happen before, so that was pretty cool that they took it so seriously, checking to make sure the baby was okay right away. They didn't even put a bracelet on me yet. They just checked that baby. <laughs> um, and I'm really grateful. And there was baby, and there was a heartbeat, and swimming around just fine. And so they discharged me, which... <laughs> I'm glad the baby was fine, but there's still this, these symptoms, a little bit of odd looking discharge, not necessarily blood, but not, not. Um, you know, like there's still these things happening that I don't know what they are and they didn't do anything about it. Uh, and I wasn't seeing a doctor. I was having a, what's called a wild pregnancy where you take care of your own prenatal care one thing that is nice about texas is you can go and order tests or ultrasound well that gets a little fuzzy so i won't say that but you can order tests by yourself um you can just walk into a lab and pay for it uh so um but i had urinalysis strips and i don't know why i didn't think that i could have a uti maybe because i've never had anything abnormal you know my husband and I are one of those rare people that have only been with each other, only you know got married, and then we began children like <laughs> you know like yeah the the rare the rare
2: instance <laughs> so I didn't know I didn't know anything really about. That sounds weird, having all this education but not knowing about a UTI.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> but, okay, so I didn't. Um, uh, but I did have urinalysis strips because I was doing my own prenatal care. I I keep a lot of things, um, OT, O2 monitor, uh, blood pressure cuff. I had the urinalysis strips, the Doppler, the effecto, Fectoscope, I think is how you say it. Um, to hear the baby's heart tones through, like, a stethoscope. How's oh, stethoscope? The fetoscope. Yeah, fet. The- yeah, whatever. Yes, that word. <laughs> word. Broken. Um, so I have, like, a crazy amount of supplies. I didn't think to take a analysis strip. I just panicked. Um, so when I got home, I did that right away. And, um... And sure enough, it did not look cute. Um, I had a pretty, according to the strip, I had a pretty good, uh, urinary tract infection. Um, and my kidneys didn't look super great on that, that strip. So, um, I started treatment at home. Um, and it cleared up in a, in about a week or two, less than two, like a week. Everything feels long with children. <laughs> but, uh, so I'm really grateful for that. Um, but that was my first, uh, medical
2: death with this pregnancy. Um, and, uh, and shortly after that, we
0: learned that work might be moving us. Now I, I had already, <laughs> paid for this birth keeper i had already started looking and doing more research what supplies what supplies i would feel more comfortable with um emergencies things like we lived down the street from we lived in the medical center so we lived down the street from all the hospitals which hospital would be best to go to with a wild pregnancy (laughs) and you know like i I was. Prepared, kind of. <laughs> uh, well, I was prepared with the idea that I had support. I didn't know that my support was not, uh, was not great. I didn't know that she had, um, had been known to leave people, kind of like, take your stuff and go. Um, <laughs> uh, so, um, i i thought i was prepared anyway god intervened and even moved us we ended up moving um 5 hours away still in texas but to midland it's very boring here <laughs> and then i panicked again cuz that's my thing i panic <laughs> and i'm like i don't have a plan i don't have a place to live i don't have a i don't have anything and i'm 17 weeks pregnant so I made an appointment still where we were living in San Antonio with a midwife at the hospital to get, um, proof of pregnancy, the prescription for the, the breast pump through insurance. Um, oh, and I really struggled this pregnancy. I guess I struggle every pregnancy, but I just, when you're, taking care of three kids i had an insane milk supply this whole pregnancy which isn't i just un, i haven't heard of that before um and uh so I, I was still nursing my now two-year-old then one-year-old um and i just i couldn't keep up with the nausea so i did ask for sofra. since i was there i was like well i'm here I know I'm not coming back, but you don't. So can I have all of the things? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh.
0: And then I asked for proof of pregnancy. And I mean, this was not a lie because it was true. I did need it for work. Um, But because we were moving or because they were talking about moving us. So we didn't, we weren't moving 100% at this point. I was like, can I have proof of pregnancy to give to work to be like, hey, slow, chill. Like, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. That didn't matter. They didn't care. <laughs> uh, but I also, you need that for your birth certificate, too, if you're doing free birth. You need um, a proof of pregnancy, a proof of of live birth, so a witness. Um, in Texas, you need someone, like, you can take your baby to the chiropractor, to the pediatrician, to a doctor. And generally, like, someone doctor-like. Uh, to get checked out, so you need that
2: paper, and then, um, that's three things, what's the fourth thing? Oh, proof of where you gave birth,
0: so, like, a utility bill. Um, so pretty easy, uh, for the birth certificate and social security card, which was nice, but, um, I got that because I didn't know where we were going, if we were going, what was happening, and I- like to be prepared or i panic (laughs) Um, uh so then we go on this trip it was supposed to be just for a week to look around and see if we liked it here um and instead they just decided to keep us in midland and not um and and so we we just live here now (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) but but i was 17 weeks pregnant and um when this whole plan to come up here was was started i guess and i uh i no longer had a birth plan or a place to birth or any of these things and i'm still I'm still wanting to stay on this journey of a free birth and a free a wild pregnancy and um
2: so i uh, i what did i do i I panic of course, so I start
0: calling OBs <laughs> and I start calling midwives and midwives are full. Or a bazillion dollars, which i ch- we may live out here in the oil field stuff, but we don't make oil field money <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't, I'm like I can't like I'm halfway through my pregnancy, I'm calling everybody around twenty weeks because that's when things were were like this is what's happening, so I you know, and nobody wants to take me um the dot the my insurance. For pregnancy, was the state pregnancy insurance. So, you know, doctors don't really like Medicare if they don't have to take it. And they're like, well, you're already this far, so just go to the hospital. Wow. <laughs> and, and I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm good. I'll figure it out. So, I did. I figured it out. I, um, made sure that all my prenatal supplies were out i had my notebook to track things i was doing it okay i did before that appointment in san antonio at 17 weeks i did uh have a like a boutique ultrasound so i knew the baby's position i knew placenta um and i did that ultrasound uh Purely because I was afraid to go into the OB and there not be a heartbeat. Um, uh, I was having a hard time finding him myself at home, so I was afraid to go in there and be told, "Well, this is the end." Uh, uh yeah. Um, but uh, so I knew the placenta position. I knew. I, I knew some key details that made me feel safer about continuing my own care. And it's, birth is, birth is not an emergency generally. It can be, but it doesn't have to be. And it's not always. And I, um, I birthed really well. Like, yeah, it's all been traumatic, but it's been traumatic because it's been made traumatic. Those yeah. babies shoot out. They just, my body is like, okay, we're done. Eject. I don't even push mm-hmm. myself. Like, my body does everything. Everything has always been fast and, and I mean, I wouldn't say easy, but if you look at it on paper, easy. <laughs>
2: um, mm-hmm.
0: uh So I wasn't super concerned. Um But, you know, there was the fallout situation there was a fallout situation with the birth keeper and so um i didn't even have the i didn't even have the money refunded um to be able to put it towards a midwife there was only one anyway and i couldn't find any information on her it was kind of weird so i just felt like you know what we can do this. We need to do this. We, we need to heal that part too in our marriage that had broke when he went to work during that
2: miscarriage. And I, uh, I took a free birth class. Um, and I re, um,
0: refreshed on neonatal resuscitation. That we had learned a few years ago and I took the certifying placenta encapsulation course, which I had taken a core, a, a smaller class, like an introduction class to it. It, um, with my second pregnancy, um, when I was learning about the benefits and things for postpartum depression and lactation, um, and so I, I was like, you know what the, the course to learn how to do it yourself and the course to be certified in it are, very the the price is very, like not that different. So I, I just did it because, well now I'm certified in it, <laughs> and if anybody needs their placenta encapsulated, I <laughs> can do it. Um, I don't plan on doing that right now <laughs> but it's cool that i can say i can um uh, uh, so i did that um so that we could do our own placenta at home um i learned how to fix a tear without stitches i learned how to stop a hemorrhage um, all kinds of things. And then I taught my husband and then I s- tried to scare him to death too, because I'm like, if I'm dying, like, <laughs> 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 you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> and I had like all kinds of things prepped. I had tinctures. I had a, a neonatal ammo bag and um, all kinds of stuff. I, you don't need all that stuff. You know, you really just need yourself in a safe place for the baby to come out. <laughs> um, generally speaking, like, um, but I, I had a lot of things. Um, and I think that preparing for, for this birth helped with my anxiety and also kind of just letting it go. Yeah. I, I knew that I wouldn't be safe in a hospital because I wouldn't feel safe. Whether or not I had the best doctors in the whole world walking into the hospital without it being an emergency, I would not have felt safe. So I knew that was not an option because that, that right there too plays a big part in, in how things play out. Because if you're already scared and
2: not i don't know i guess against it it's not gonna go well um so i i took this time to educate myself watched a
0: lot of birth birth watch more birth videos can't say i watched a lot because i already did that stuff i already <laughs> you know on this birth journey already an advocate already you know uh-huh. learning these things yep. so i just did it more um, you know the kids had been doing prenatals with me my my five-year-old can measure your fundal height like <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you doing today in homeschool oh we're you know <laughs> learning to do prenatals
3: um, Love it. Uh, <laughs> That's but,
0: awesome. Well, and it all. Thank you. Um, it also uh, really helped them connect, and they got to be part of the birth and stuff. Um, uh, so you know, we we're gathering these supplies and learning about the supplies, and I taught my five-year-old how to dial nine-one-one if we tell him he needs to do that. Um, we met a we met a young lady here who was young lady like i'm so old we're both in our 20s <laughs> um <laughs> uh, uh, but she is younger than me so <laughs> uh, uh we met someone who's studying a doula and um so uh she was willing to work with us financially to to help out around the house and stuff like that help out after birth um uh and she wanted to see a free birth uh so that that worked out um she's really awesome and a good friend now uh and um you know things just kept falling in line the apartment that we wanted uh came and the managers are christians the the job the everything just kind of started working when we started letting go mm.
2: our
0: in our in our birth plan the pregnancy like i really struggled with i struggled with the heat in texas yeah i'm from washington dark and cold yeah. like <laughs> you know <Yep>. <laughs> like <laughs> like i smile in the rain
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh,
0: uh, so, my body's not used to this heat, and my body pregnant's not used to this heat. So, I mm. found uh, someone who does IVs at home, uh, a mobile IV, got it, there we go, and they were Christian, and she sat with me, and, I mean, she asked me about, she asked me about my OB, and what they said, and I was very hesitant, because I'm like, I need this IV. <laughs> um... Uh, but I told her uh, about our plans and about our pregnancy and how things were going, and and she was amazing. She was she prayed with me and for me, and and uh, would check in even when I wasn't getting an IV. I only would get them maybe every six weeks to help stay hydrated, because I'm I was breastfeeding. I had this insane milk supply that I have not heard of before. Um, or no, I didn't even know you could have that much milk while pregnant Um, <laughs> um so I was breastfeeding and the heat Um, uh, and, you know, I have SPD so I was struggling with that Not as bad here, um, because of the heat, really Uh, that cold and the pressure from the rain is not, not great <laughs> In Washington, so, um so she would check in and she has let me know that if I needed, cause she was also an EMT or trained as an EMT. Um, if I needed like a second opinion or someone to come do vitals or whatever, that that she'd be willing to check on me and, and let me know wow. what she thought, if she thought I needed to go to the hospital or, or what. And she said that she would be willing to come during birth too, if that was something wow. that was needed. And I was like, Thank you. You know, like, God put everything that I needed to feel safe, and I needed to do this, right here. Mm-hmm. The money, oh, when we moved, they, the company paid for everything to move us here, and the apartment that we got, Um, it, it was uh, when you get a three-bedroom apartment, there's two months free of rent, and... A $500 gift card. Well, the two months free of rent, we still were given the housing allowance. And so that housing allowance that they gave us went to birth supplies. So we were able to have the birth supplies that made me feel safe. We had the, the, we had an EMT who was willing to make sure we're okay. We had a friend who was learning to be a doula who wanted to support us we had the knowledge um the those classes i mentioned there was a sale i don't know why um on the list or on the post about the sale it was like i don't remember but it was something oh i feel like putting on a sale or something like that and so there was a sale (laughs) on these classes so I was able to afford to take the free birth class, take the placenta certification class. The... God lined everything up. It was wow. like, I thought I was a faithful person before. I thought, that, that, I, I thought, I thought, I thought a lot of things, <laughs> uh, but this, this did it you know we uh, when when we got here i learned about some things with that birth keeper that i had hired that i could have ended up in a dangerous place <laughs> you know i could have ended up abandoned um uh with no with with not knowing what to do and there are women who that has happened to and i learned about that stuff after the fact god literally separated us physically <laughs> with this move and pr- these provisions and i don't know why i deserve that i don't deserve that but i am grateful and i definitely have a whole new level of faith um now and this baby this baby's a stinker <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't catch his heartbeat on my own for so long, and you know, I was taught how to use a do- doppler by by a doctor. Like I, I know how to use it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know how to use the stethoscope thing. I know how to do these things, and I
2: um could not catch him. Oh. So it left a lot of a lot of
0: uncertainty, I guess.
2: Um, there too. Uh,
0: but um, you know, I would pray and I'd be like, "I can't feel the baby. I don't remember the last time, and I'm scared." And then there, that baby went <laughs> mm-hmm. kicking and all kinds of things. He, you know, and I, I kept, I kept track of 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 everything because I. I just get worried about what people think like oh you're doing a free birth and unassisted so you must be neglectful or or on drugs or like some other horrible thing when really i just don't feel like i need to be tortured (laughs) Um, to have a baby um and i'm i'm very healthy like we eat very well generally there's there's some uh Chick-fil-a in there, but um, <laughs> uh but uh you know we we do we do well, I'm healthy um, and uh, there's no reason that I can't
2: have a birth this this way, and so i yeah i um we have a whole pregnancy addressed any any little thing
0: anytime i didn't feel well anytime i didn't anything i
2: would uh you know check blood pressure or check uh, on the
0: urinalysis strips they tell you a lot they <laughs> they really do um your ph your kidney function blood your sugar levels it's they're really cool um <laughs> so i i make sure that everything looked good and if i was concerned again that midwife in washington she told me she's like you can do this you're more than capable she even teased me a little bit about all the birth supplies i told her i got because i got a lot of things (laughs) (laughs) um uh very unnecessary (laughs) um but uh she she's like you can do this and um i would text her and she's like i i'll be available to you over the phone or or um facetime if you need and you can ask me questions and i am i'm beyond blessed and and grateful for her because i wouldn't have the confidence to do this without that you know there's so many amazing women that can free birth and Wild pregnancy and just trust themselves and, and trust God and trust whatever just on their own. But I need to know everything, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and you can't you you don't have that in this situation. And she she was a gift to to definitely be there to tell me no you're okay or yes that's right or maybe don't do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I I. Uh, but the pregnancy went really well, other than the nausea and SPD was even manageable. I was able to take care of the kids. And um, this pregnancy went on forever. I got that pregnancy test, I believe it was December 28th, that was faintly positive. And then, a right, you are 100% very pregnant within the next couple of days, and so I was due early September and he didn't have him until 42 weeks.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I. Uh... And then I was terrified he was going to be giant because Noah, my oh. last baby, was almost 10 pounds and I was oh, so yeah. afraid. <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> um, and I was so tired and so done and I didn't know what to do because. I got to 42 weeks and I was like, well, I don't personally feel safe going much longer. Um, so then what? Do you just go into a hospital and say, hey, yeah, I decided not to do prenatal care. Can you induce me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> I, I don't think that's gonna go very well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I had met another friend. <laughs> yay um and she told me of a group uh two hours away that that would be more open to hearing me and to helping and so i had planned to call them the next day <coughs> Oops. um i got into 42 weeks and, and i was like okay well i can't i can't emotionally do this anymore i am broken now i can't do it it hurts i I was to a point where I was thinking, like, I don't even want this baby. Like, why am I? Like, I don't even want any of this anymore. Mm. And I was just I was just really not okay in a lot of ways. You know, that faith was there, but at the same time, it was kind of dimming, and I was not feeling, I was like, God, where are you? Where? Like, I don't. See you anymore i don't hear you i'm just miserable mm-hmm. and this was yes another rainbow baby too and so i'm like trying to hold on to that and trying to not have a mental breakdown and uh it's sunday it's 42 weeks and all day i've just been in that same prodromal labor place just annoyed. i was Doing shopping and baking and all the things I needed to do for the week. And I was just angry. I was mean to my husband that day. I was just mad. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then I couldn't sleep either because
2: I was uncomfortable. Um, and, um, I get up and I'm like, well, I'm going to call that doctor today anyway.
0: It's like 5 in the morning. So I'll just sit here because I'm annoyed that my husband's sleeping and snoring and just sleeping. Like, I was just mad he was sleeping (laughs) because I couldn't sleep and I was miserable and everything hurt. So I just, like, locked myself in the bathroom at 5 in the morning for, I don't know, I gave up at, like, 30 minutes because... I don't have the attention span to sit there that long. Um, but they tell you that the toilet is the dilation station. and So I just mm-hmm. sat there with my mm-hmm.
2: phone. Um, and uh, um, I'm like, God, really? Is this
0: like I have a blanket that says unassisted, born at home, like all these cute little phrases on it. I don't want to give up that blanket
2: like what? Yeah. Like I,
0: I don't know what to do I was just fed up and so then I get up angry after that not really a prayer but not not a prayer more like yelling at God um, <laughs> um I get up and I just lay back in bed and then I can't really go back to sleep very well I'm just uncomfortable And around 6.30, I get up and I sit in the rocking chair for a little bit because I know that the rocking chair can also help. Just the position you're in can help bring labor closer. And I'm like, hmm, that feels a little bit different. And I was looking at the clock, and my husband's alarm's going to go off very soon, and that's going to make me mad because I don't want to hear that, and I don't want to feel rushed, and I don't know what's happening or not happening And so I just turned it off, and I was like, well, I'll just wake him up last minute if he needs to go to work. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so I sit there, and then
2: something is not quite intense or, I don't know, it's not, I don't know, I don't know. But I start crying, and I woke him up.
0: And he comes and he sits on his knees and is just holding my hands. And I'm just crying for no reason. Well, I guess there's a reason. So I wake him up. I, like, wiggle his foot until he wakes up. (laughs) And he comes and he just, he sits on his knees and he holds my hands. And he's just sitting there. And my husband is great. So he's quiet. He is, I don't know, he's funny at home. He's, you know, like, he's great, but he normally, he'll like talk, he'll like ask me things. Like, what's
2: wrong? What can I do? What? He didn't say anything. He just sat there with me. And that was, that was really nice. Um, it's like he knew
0: what I didn't know. Um, but then when I told him, I'm like, I think that you know, this is, like, the work, The baby's coming now, like, like it's it's time now, um, he, then he started to panic, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen, um, on Disney Channel, there's a, a show called Lion Guard, it's about, um, it's like a spin-off of The Lion King, right, but with the, the little kid lions, and there's these zebras, and the zebras are always panicking and they go panic and run, panic and run. And then they, they take off and stampede and make things worse. That's what I describe my husband has sometimes because it, because mm-hmm. he just like freaks out. And it's really funny, not in like a, a, way to talk badly about him, like in a more endearing kind of, it's okay, babe. Like <laughs> yeah. don't panic, uh, kind of way. But he, um, uh, he then was like, okay, what do I do? What do we do? what, what, What can I do? And, and I stopped crying. I like blow my nose and I, I could still talk at this point. You know, I know, I know this is real because contractions are real and contractions are, are, uh, like very noticeable. Um, but I can still talk. And that's the thing. This whole labor, I could still talk. (laughs) Um, Mm. but I could still talk. And I was like, okay. Well, Noah, our our then two year old, because we passed his birthday with this one, of <laughs> going over so far, um was sleeping, but I knew he would wake up uh and want a nurse. So I was like, Well, he's gonna want a nurse and then the boys will wake up, um, and we will
2: um So let's get things set up
0: now so that um, they can just go play. Um, I had made them little birth bags with some snacks, some bubbles, a little toy, you know, just something to occupy themselves with. He put on a movie in the other room, Um, got some breakfast going for them. You know, like we, we were just getting prepared and I was expecting this to be long. I've only had one labor that was natural, a natural progression. So I assumed I had at least that much time or maybe a couple hours short. Um, but I was expecting a long time. <laughs> um, and uh, that was not the case. <laughs> uh, we, uh, noticed labor as as labor around seven o'clock in the morning and then got everything set up um by eight o'clock eight thirty more more eight thirty ish. I was I was like, well, I don't really know what to do. Um but I'm gonna get in the pool because because I want to like (laughs) I was a little nervous because I I I was like I don't know what to do I'm bored (laughs) and I was a little nervous that getting in the water would slow things down but also with SPD I'm limited in positions um and I didn't want to call my friend who was supposed to come help Dula um too early because I thought we were going to Contractions were like manageable. I could talk, I could, you know, I just didn't want to. I was just not sure what was happening. So I, um, I was like, well, I'm bored. Um, so I'm, in, I'm just gonna get in the pool and relax a little bit. And I was in the pool maybe less than 30 minutes. I don't really know how long. Um, and I was like, well, I can't get out of the pool now. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're going to have a baby. <laughs> and, uh, and I was texting my friend. Um, and at this point, I could still hold my phone and, and, and talk to people and, and stuff. And I'm like, well, I, de- I definitely can't get out of the pool, but I don't know that anything is progressing or happening or, And I and we were just talking and she's like, You're gonna have a baby before lunchtime. And it's like nine something now. I was just thinking, yeah, sure, or dinner. Like (laughs) uh, like, I was not convinced we were gonna have this baby. (laughs) Um Mm -hmm. uh, uh,
2: and I'm I'm just in the pool
0: and the kids are in and out just check in on me and Noah my 2-year-old he's mad cuz I don't want to put him in the pool right now cuz that's just a whole lot of work <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh and my husband you know the my husband's the whole time after everything was set up he's he's out in the kitchen and the living room and Getting kids set up because that was the plan. He was going to get them set up and then come be with me and they could come in and out as they needed. Well, he wasn't even done. Like, he had to turn the stove off because, uh, by, by 10, I was like, whoa, okay, we're having a baby. And then 1030, I yelled. I was like, Will, get in here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I thought the baby was coming. Um, uh, yeah, I know it was 1030 because I looked at the clock because right before then I was looking at the clock thinking I'm never going to have this baby. This was a mistake. This isn't really happening. I just, all these thoughts again were in my head. Like I'm just wasting time. Um, I'm going to have to call that doctor that I don't want to call. Like all these things. So, uh, I was I was just watching the clock. Don't watch the clock while you're in labor. Just, just don't. It just makes mm-hmm. you annoyed. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, and then I felt that that big, like,
2: like he was coming. Um, and and I yelled for my husband, and he comes, and then everything
0: stopped. Just there was nothing. I didn't feel a contraction. I didn't. The, like, I reached to try and see if I could feel the baby. There was no, there, nothing. I was like, what? What? What just happened? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was maybe five minutes. Um, and then he was coming. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, um, it was maybe 30 minutes total from that, that, uh, when I first yelled to, Uh, crowning And he was born Within 45 minutes total Um From 10.30 to 11.17 10.30ish, not exactly 10.30 11.17 He was born Um, and uh Uh I had this idea that I was gonna sit there And Push him out, like breathe him out (laughs) I did not do that. <laughs> okay. I turned around and started trying to get out of the pool. No. <laughs> I was like, no, no, I don't want to do this.
2: <laughs> it was
0: not cute. Um,
2: um,
0: uh, but again, I have no control when it's time to push. Like my body just does it. So that baby was coming out. Mm. <laughs> um, but this time it was different. Because every other time I've felt that, that uh, fetal ejection reflex, I've been in a hospital or been fighting in a hospital for something, you know, so, like, I've never focused on that feeling before, and I panicked, like I do, (laughs) and uh, I, uh, so I have, like, one, I'm on one knee and one leg up, and he's... He's coming out and I'm pulling I put a strap around our bedpost so I could pull pull on that. Um and I'm trying to pull myself out of the pool with it. Um but like my legs aren't moving. <laughs> it's just my arms. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so my body knew not to get out of the pool. Um, my brain did not. Um <laughs> uh, uh, and that baby shot out. Uh, he shot out so fast. And my husband grabbed him. And, um, I'm still like, what's happening? My husband grabs him. The cord was wrapped around his neck. Again, variation of birth of uh, normal. Um, and, uh, he, he unwraps it quickly. I'm turned around. So I can't see any of this. He had grabbed the baby quickly, which is good because I was i was like stunned during headlights kind of for a minute um after the baby was born um and then he's trying to give me the baby and i i'm trying to turn around and you know there's a cord attached and that was a whole circus act i wish somebody had been able to record because that was really funny um uh well, so we get situated he calls my friend, which was supposed—you know—she wanted to see a free birth. She wanted to be there, and I was like, "I'm so sorry," <laughs> <Aww>.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, because, uh, you know, you're like hyper emotional at that that moment. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm sorry." I'm like apologizing to the baby for the thought of not wanting to be pregnant anymore, and like not even because I I did have. I thought like I don't even want this baby at one moment um the in that last week and I had all these I was like apologizing for every thought I had thunk thought thunk, whatever um, <laughs> and, um and uh then I then my husband calls her right and it's like the baby's here but the placenta's not born uh come right now and and then I'm like yelling in the background I'm sorry like <laughs> <laughs> And so shocked because I, because it happened really fast. Like,
3: yeah,
0: it, it, it happened so fast. I didn't even register, you know, that, the, that five minute break, nothing in my brain registered that maybe I should have called. Um, uh, Nothing made sense. I just, uh, I just sat there and I was kind of upset. So then, when it started, then when he started coming, I was even more shocked because I had just felt, and there was no baby head. He was very high. I had felt a kick earlier, uh, up pretty high in my ribs. Like I didn't think he was coming, Mm. (laughs) and I I was very surprised.
2: Um, but that uh, that. Have, having it just be
0: me and my husband and the kids, like, they were able to see their brother be born, um, and, uh, it, and, um, my husband be able to have that power to be able to catch the baby and, um, unwrap his cord and, and give him to me and, and be in control that changed our postpartum, that changed so many things in that moment, like, so many things are different, um, it's really, it's really cool to think about, because then he gives me the baby, um, once we do, like, a weird acrobatics trying to talk to each other like even just communicate like the cord needs to go under my leg my leg needs to go up the baby needs to come towards my chest like that was a whole little circus act that took us Mm -hmm. a minute plus the kids are like i want to kiss the baby Um, (laughs) oh and the baby was covered so like he was my water didn't break he was born in his sack and so we're like pulling stuff off of him parts of the sack still stuck on him you know like like Mm. All of these things happening so fast. My husband was like, I wanted to take pictures, and I dropped my phone somewhere, and it's just
2: just
0: all kinds of things happening. Um, uh, uh, Sorry. My brain just, like, froze. Um, (laughs) So all kinds of things happening, and then
2: um, uh, I'm sitting there, and I... I'm holding this baby and I just
0: can't believe it. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, wow, you're not as big as your brother, but you're definitely, you definitely have to be bigger, right? Because I mean, we're at 42 and one. There's no way you can be small. So I'm thinking he weighs like at least eight or nine pounds. That kid weighs seven pounds. Wow. I don't know how. I don't know how. I did do testing. Like I did order lab work. Everything was good. Towards the end, um when uh my last i v that I had had my blood pressure was a little bit high, but still in normal range, like there was nothing. I was healthy, oh. so I don't know how he was so small. I know the dates aren't off, um because I had been tracking so well um yeah, but I thank God that he was small because I yeah. was so scared. <laughs> Um, I didn't tear but I did have like um I guess some people would say skid marks, you know, like uh-huh. stretching. Um so uh I just kind of treated that with um witch hazel and, and things that you normally would use anyway. Um and everything went really well. I did want to get out of the water pretty quickly because i felt i didn't feel strong like after pushing and i was like i was really trying to pull myself out of that pool i was freaking out um um so my arms were really tired too um uh as i was just fighting against myself so as soon as i birthed that placenta after we got in, into a bowl which that was really hard um i did not i'd never played with even like meat and water before. I guess I mean I guess I've rinsed chicken in the sink, but it's not the same. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's definitely not the same. Um it's heavy and it is very slippery and so we're trying to catch it. Me and my friend are trying to get it into this bowl and we can't get it into the bowl. <laughs> um, so I give her the baby. Um uh, and, um, you know, he's still attached to the placenta, so we're, like, trying to fish it. I'm trying to fish it into the bowl because I'm in the water. <laughs> um, finally get it in there. And um there's not much blood in the water at all, which is a good thing because I feel like if I had released all of that there, we might have panicked a little bit because water makes it look like so much more. Um mm but I, I laid on the bed and not, not very long. I laid on the bed with the baby for a couple minutes and was just like, wow, what just happened? Mm. <laughs> um, we just did this and you know, everything was great. The placenta was whole. There was a larger blood clot that I was slightly panicked about so i did text my midwife friend um because i thought it was um part of the placenta and i was i was concerned but um when you when we examined it it was totally fine everything was intact everything was was beautiful and blessed and um even the time of day uh so we have these neighbors which i honestly don't know how they can hear um because, like we can't hear anybody else, and there's a lot of kids that live around here um but anytime the the baby cries they they bang on the door or the wall oh, um we've We've actually had to call the police on them once so far, and um uh, hopefully we won't be here much longer but but the point is that made me really anxious, like if I were to give birth at night. I mean, I was, I was quiet and breathing through and just making little sounds, but I was not so quiet when he was coming out yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: and I was very anxious about that. That was one thing that I kept praying about and kept worrying about. Like we're doing this at home and our neighbors are mean. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I, I don't want to, I don't like confrontation. I don't like upsetting people. Uh, which is really an odd thing for all the things I don't do. <laughs> um, uh, but I um, you know, having a baby, eleven o'clock, all that, all that, screaming for a couple minutes. Um, nobody, everybody was at work. Nobody was here. Mm-hmm. There was no. No complications with neighbors. Like, (laughs) um, uh, and I didn't feel uncomfortable or like I couldn't birth how I needed to birth. And I am so grateful for that because I, I was really anxious.
2: Um, and, uh, uh, so we're, we're in that place where we're just, I'm, I'm not
0: even completely on the bed laying down after birth, after coming out of the pool. Um, And I only wanted out of the pool because I didn't feel very strong. I later saw a Facebook post of someone who gave birth in the water and was wearing their baby. And I'm like, that's brilliant. I have a water ring sling. Next time. (laughs) 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 Um, But uh, uh, so I'm laying down and I'm like, okay, well, I start listing the, the things you're supposed to do after birth because, um, I, I do that. I'm very good at, at doing things the right way. And the baby's APGAR score was great. Um, and I know I need to pee. So I was like, okay, guys, somebody take the baby and I will try to get up. And after birth, you're not super strong. So that was... That was another circus act there because I was feeling pretty heavy from the water because I'd been in the water for like two hours and then I, uh, was... I just gave birth. So I stand up and I'm like, okay, I can feel it already. There's gonna be... There's gonna be blood. And, um and i stood up and whoosh, all the blood came then and i'm glad it didn't come in the water because we would have i think we would have been a little bit freaked out it was not it was not even that much it wasn't bad but um but uh you know it looks more so
2: i get cleaned up and things and um and, uh, I don't know what I'm
0: saying. <laughs> I get, I get cleaned up. I don't pee and that freaks me out. But then I have to like walk through birth. Like what was I doing in labor? When did I pee last? You know, things like that. And, and, uh, and I keep making notes of how the baby's doing and how I'm doing.
2: And, and, um, just mentally. Um, and, um, so we, we get, we get settled.
0: I decide not to just jump in the shower or anything and just sit with the baby. And so I'm sitting in the rocking chair
2: again, um, like when labor was confirmed and, it's just beautiful. I'm just sitting there
0: and all the thoughts and all the things that I'm supposed to be doing or should have been doing or could have done are in my head and,
2: and then I, I, I'm given the baby and it just stops and I just sit there and I'm like, wow. We just, we just had a baby. <laughs>
0: We just did this by ourselves, well, not by ourselves. You know, God is the greatest midwife, but we we just did this, and
2: and my husband is not sleeping. He's okay. Mm. He has not been okay through any birth, and he's cleaning up and he's helping and he wants to hold the baby and he's kissing me and he's here and he's okay i don't i
0: don't even have to think i i'm just sitting here watching everything holding the baby and it was it was amazing i still i still 9 weeks later don't think i've fully registered how that moment felt
2: other than just wonderful Um, and, uh, I'm really grateful. I,
0: I have had a lot of education, a lot of opportunities to learn things and to learn from people. And that is a blessing. You don't need all of that to have a baby. You don't need to go through all the trauma to make the decision to stay home. You don't, you, you don't have to do any of it. You can just decide to have your baby however you want to have them. And I don't think I realized that until that moment.
2: Yeah.
0: So that was that was cool. And the kids loves, love love him and loved him and are a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um um uh, the postpartum contractions were not that bad, actually. I mean, they were there, but every baby they seemed to get worse. This one was not horrible. Um uh and I used just Arnica and then after Ease for that in tea and yeah, it was nice. I didn't I I had some weird misconception that at home i would be fine right after birth and could just do things nope no mm. you still just gave birth to a baby
2: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah
0: you uh need to sit down <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so that was a little bit mentally hard for me because i struggled being pregnant so long and then with spd i wasn't 100 percent and then i had the baby and i was like well i should be fine But apparently, even though it's my fourth baby, I don't seem to understand that you need to rest. (laughs) You Mm. really do. Um, and so I struggle with that a little bit. Um, but, uh, I was allowed to struggle with that. You know, I didn't have to worry about my husband's depression. I didn't have to worry about any, anything. I could feel whatever I needed to
2: feel. And that was, that was weird. Um, I don't really have a word for it. That was weird. Mm-hmm. I uh
0: I didn't know I had emotions, I guess. <laughs> I'm just I'm good at surviving <laughs> and uh, uh I I wouldn't say I had like depression or anything, but I I felt all of the things and that was a good thing to do. Um and a good thing to be able to do. Uh and I got to have that time with my baby um and be close like that and this baby does not have i think he does have tie a tie but it is nowhere near the severity or in a place that it needs to be revised our nursing journey is i've i've been nursing for like five and a half years or a little more now um. Pretty much straight through pregnancies, like wow. each kid, they just kind of <laughs> overlap mm. <laughs> uh, and um, it's never been easy. everything always hurts <laughs> like um, mm. uh, and that's been beautiful. uh, he doesn't have any issues, he has gained weight perfectly. It's beautiful, I don't understand it. Not that I would expect complications. Like, that's kind of a weird thing to just be like, oh, you know, there's going to be something wrong.
2: <laughs> um, but there's always been something wrong. So, <laughs> so it's, I don't know. God is good. It was just so beautiful. And it's been so beautiful. And he is... A great
0: baby. He cries when he gets his diaper change, which some neighbors don't like. <laughs> but but, um, but that's about all. Um uh postpartum this time has been I think I'm just more um observant because I'm doing my own care. Um so it it it's been a little bit different for me I guess but everything is going the way it should be um I don't I still feel like I'm in a processing place Mhm if that makes sense um yeah and in a place where like realizing all the things that led to here and all the opportunities I had to learn that led to here And all the people that were brought into our life, it's big and, and, uh, it's a lot to process and I'm really, I'm grateful,
2: I'm grateful for the space to do that too. Um, we do, we do want more children
0: or whatever God gives us, um, um, And I
2: think that I would definitely be doing this uh, on my own again. Um, Wow. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I love it.
3: Yeah, no, that's (laughs) that's beautiful. I love that. And it's so encouraging to me because, yeah, it's just such a testament to, you know, trusting God and, what What he has for us, and the path he wants to lead us down, and um you know all of that's just it's just beautiful I love it it I just love your faith and how you know, as you took those steps towards this, how you said you know God opened all those doors and he led all the right people you know for your particular situation and everything mm-hmm. that you would need for your safety and your peace of mind, and you know it's just. Yeah. I just love that. I I feel like I hear that so often when, when women look at God in that perspective, in that, in that way of, okay, God, you are my midwife. Yeah. Where are you going to lead me? What do you want me to do? Um, like this, you know, this is your baby and, and, you know, I'm like, what, what is it that you want? And it's like, when you do that and put him first because obviously we're called to put God first in everything. But, like, I feel like kind of birth isn't one of those things that we just think, like, okay, like, God, what do you want me to do? <laughs> you know, it's yeah. just like, okay, I'm okay, God, yeah, God gave me a baby, He blessed me with a baby. But
0: but now I have okay, now to do I'm it. Gonna, love. Yeah.
3: Yes, now, yep. Now I'm just going to do the thing that I'm told to do or that the society says to do. Um, you know, what the world does or whatever, which isn't bad. You know, I'm not, it's not saying no, that, but like if, you know, it's not one of those things that we pause and stop and say, okay, God, like you have given me this gift. You've given me, you know, this blessing. Now what do I, do from this point? And and where do I go? And how do you want, you know, this baby to come into the world? And I just think that that's just so beautiful to have that kind of revelation of like, whoa, like to totally entrust our pregnancy and birth into God's hands and do it the way that he is calling us to do. And he's going to take over and Lead us to all the right situations. And it it may look different for everybody, but just to put him first in that is just, it's just so beautiful and encouraging to me.
0: Yeah. And he answered every prayer, even when I felt like he wasn't there. I just, Mm -hmm. I cannot get over that. I think that's what I'm processing still. It's like, how, how does God care so much, even about me?
2: And I think that's something that everybody Everybody needs to know that God cares about you, even yeah it, it and I don't know
0: that was the biggest blessing out of this, all the crazy things that led us here
2: to to mm. to turn that glory back,
3: yeah, yes, love that, wow, so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that <laughs> <Okay>. story. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Sorry it
0: was
3: very long. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's totally okay. Um yeah, so do you have anything else from any of your experiences that you want to, to to share or, you know, add on to or you feel like you you covered it all? Um
0: I don't know. <laughs> 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 I I I would like to give you a list of of amazing people um yes. I don't know if you would like that here or emailed. Um
3: um it, like you want to kind of it, like if somebody else wanted to Yeah, reach like out if, these if they or... need
0: anybody. Mhm.
3: Okay. Yeah, no, you can mention them here and then if you would just email me them afterwards yeah. so I can put them in the show notes, that would be great.
0: Yeah, I can do that. So, um Oh man, I guess I don't actually know what her midwife thing is called but um but uh baby nest is who encapsulated that placenta with the triplets and um and took such great care in
2: explaining everything uh i really they really
0: they really care and um I'm trying to pull up. Sorry, I'm trying to pull me up. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh,
3: and these are local to, uh, to
0: Washington. Uh, yes, that that okay. uh, baby nest serves up and down Portland, Oregon to Vancouver, Washington kind of areas. Um, okay. I think they go a little bit further in each direction, but I'm not sure. Um, and then Peta Rivera Jones is the midwife in Washington. That uh, she works in Battleground and also serves those areas, um, and is is just incredible. She's a more she's a traditional midwife. Um and
2: um she's wonderful. Um can't remember who else I was going <laughs> to tell you
0: about, but I will send you um I'll send you a link. I do have a a little timeline I wrote out to try and keep myself from rambling too much which i'm sure i did plenty of (laughs) (laughs) but um uh those resources are really great over there um and in texas i'll send you uh, a list of who we've talked to unfortunately the wonderful iv mobile iv people uh have moved out of state but but, if anyone got a chance to work with them where they are now, uh they have a new business name, so I'll send that to you. I don't know what it is um
2: but uh, yeah, thank you so much for for talking with me and and for
0: all the work that you do with sharing people's birth stories and showing the different types of births. Cause that's really cool.
3: Yeah. Well, I couldn't do it without women like you that are willing to share those stories. And, you know, I, I'm just, I just have such a heart for, you know, changing the, the way that women see birth. And I'm just so appreciative of, of these stories because they're just so encouraging. You know, it's like you find out you're pregnant and everyone wants to tell you their horror story and how bad it's going to be. And, um, you know, it's, it's just, you know birth is just viewed as such a negative medicalized yeah. thing and when i hear these stories of you know just empowerment and positive like how positive it can be and you know it's so encouraging to me and i know that it's has to be encouraging to other moms <laughs> because yeah um yeah so well and yeah, thank even you, in you these, so much
0: yeah thank you even <laughs> I mean, in if, these you dramatic can say what you to say Oh sorry.
3: Yeah, go ahead. No, it's okay. Sorry. I think there's a tiny bit of a delay. So go ahead.
0: Oh, okay. Um even in these the traumatic parts of my birth stories, there is good in them. It doesn't mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't have to be all bad. Um so I'm I'm glad that you can see that. You can see where the where you've learned things throughout oh, totally. throughout all yeah. of them. hmm
3: yeah. And and I always am thankful for the you know, the more negative stories as well because we can learn so much from those mm-hmm. experiences. You know. Um Oh yeah. But I, I wish yeah, I would have heard am,
2: more. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> but I am so grateful, you know. I, I hate that women have to experience negative or traumatic births in order to eventually go on and have a positive experience. <laughs> like I wish that they could just have the positive experience. But that's really just my hope is that, you know, women would hear the positive stories and hear the negative and know that, you know, hopefully then they can avoid all of the negative crap from Mm -hmm. the get-go. Oh, yeah. And just go right on to have the good stuff. So, yeah. But anyways. Yeah. This was fun. (laughs) And um, yeah, thank you. No, it's okay. Thank you for coming on and sharing your stories. And I can't wait for everyone else to hear them.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you were encouraged in some way through this story. As a reminder, please rate and review our podcast. And you can connect with us on social media at Birth Journeys Podcast. For more information or to share your own story, please visit birthjourneyspodcast.com and fill out the brief questionnaire. See you next time.